Hi and welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. This podcast is going to be one of the most important things you've ever listened to ever in the history of podcasts. No joke, no understatement. This is seriously something you're going to want to listen to multiple times because you want to get this in your head. The question is, what gets someone attracted to someone else? What gets someone attracted to someone else? This is the missing piece that a lot of people don't understand. And it's a lot of thing that I find a lot of other dating coaches, which is why I work for myself and not necessarily for someone else, that I don't necessarily understand. Because what I find is, is, you know, you know, people tend to add rules. You know, when it comes to dating and relationships or, you know, just meeting people and learning about attraction and how things work, you know. First of all, why do we want to learn how things work? We want to learn how things work so that way we can understand things. That way when things go wrong, we understand it. We don't get hurt. Or maybe if we want certain things to happen, we know how to make it happen. But what I find is, is that a lot of other dating coaches, they don't necessarily stand, understand like the nuance of what is actually going on when two people are attracted to each other. What creates that attraction? What creates that excitement? And you know, you could say that, oh, there's like the physical thing and stuff like that. I've talked about the ultimate attraction formula in the past, but this is going into it a bit deeper. This is going into it in a bit more of a level that is going to be something that when you learn, you're going to add it to your repertoire, the way you think, the way things work. Seriously, this shit is the bomb. And I want to throw this out there when it comes to other dating coaches, you know, bless, bless them. But, you know, they might teach you a formula, right? And the formula might be, you know, go this, do say that, do this, this, that, that. And as you might know, when it comes to people, rules don't work. Rules don't work. The more rules you put on a relationship, the more rules you put on how to interact with people, it it's, it doesn't necessarily work because people don't work with rules. You know, we, we work with rules in environments, but when it comes to feelings and emotions, it doesn't necessarily work as much because they're quite fluid. You know, they change from moment to moment, scene to scene. If you're watching a movie, the movie changes, and then you feel different. So instead of rules, we want to have principles, things that work when it comes to people and ways of understanding things. Now, before in a, in a previous podcast, I've talked about implicit and explicit language. And I want to kind of bring that up a bit because it's a very crucial foundation about what I'm about to give you. Are you ready? So when it comes to implicit and explicit language, you can probably understand that there's a difference. You know, explicit language is being very clear Implicit language is being not very clear, but more suggestive, you know? For example, there are two things that you'd never be uh, implicit with. The first thing is time. The second thing is money. You know, you don't go to a cafe and say, hey, I'd like to buy a latte. And they say, oh, it'll probably be $3. You can pay me tomorrow, maybe, you know? It's like you would go there and you would just think they're untrustworthy. So when it comes to money, you have to be explicit, because some people are actually afraid of it, especially when it comes to certain friendships. You know, the the less you have to fudge around with money with when it comes to friendships and people, you know, if you know it's like, this is it, this is it, you know the arrangement, the more you can get to loving each other rather than being like trying to sort out the thing. The second thing is to be really explicit about is time. Because when it comes to time, we want to know where we want to go. Are we meeting up on 6 p.m. At, on, on Thursday at 6 p.m.? Or are they giving you a maybe? People who give you maybes, by the way, when it comes to time and planning, they just show that they're just not sold yet, that there's something missing. And this is what I'm about to give you, that missing piece. How to see what something is missing. If you want to give it to them, you can. But I want to 
give a little caveat here. Sometimes when I tell people what I'm about to give you, they, they don't receive it the right way. So this is what we call a nuance point. A nuance point is something that is better off explaining to people in person because when it's online, there sometimes are some questions a lot of people want to a- ask. And if you don't have those questions answered, it's very hard sometimes for people to um, to comprehend and they, they, they get it the wrong way. So before I tell you, by the way, I'm building this up, building this up, let's build this up because it's fucking worth the build up, right? But it's like, seriously, when it comes to what I'm about to give you, Look, there is the idea that you have to fill your cup first, right? You know, if you want to think of it generally, like when it comes to relationships, when it comes to dating, when it comes to your work, when it comes to life, there's two things you want to protect. That's your confidence and your energy. If things suck your energy away, that thing has to either be uh, mar- like marginalized or left. If things suck away your confidence, because sometimes at end of relationships, they do suck your confidence away, that really has to be looked at. So the stuff I'm going to give you, by the way, you should never do if it's going to suck your confidence or your energy, because if that's the case, then you're doing something that doesn't feel authentic. And if it doesn't feel authentic, you should stop. That's with all dating advice, by the way. You know, the stuff that, you know, if you work with me one-on-one, that's really good because then you get to work with me one-on-one and it's really exciting because I, I get to give you really bespoke advice for you and we can work with your life. And if there's healing and stuff that needs to be done, we can work on that together, right? But when it comes to advice in general, you know, a lot of people, it is it is general advice, right? So you have to realize that it isn't bespoke as you'd like it to be. But when it comes to this, oh boy, are you going to love this? So let's get into it. It's been approximately almost six minutes now. So, um, right. So look, one thing that really bugged me is... It's, it's quite interesting because when it comes to attraction, when it comes to feeling someone, right, and getting attracted to them, I've often said that dating is like an experience. you got to experience each other. But what do they have to experience? If the universal law of relationships is people get into relationships because of how they make you feel, then how do you want to feel? But more importantly, how do they want to feel? You know, sometimes we forget that there's another person involved. You know, maybe you're not that kind of person, but maybe you know someone like that. So if they want to feel something, well, guess what? You can't do it explicitly. You can't give someone a dot point plan about what they're going to like about you. Because guess what? Oh, they're not necessarily, it's, it's, it's like you're forcing it. You know, this is why I say you can't force love. Because if you feel like you're forcing it, then look, it's not necessarily, you're missing a piece, right? So this is the missing piece. You can't give someone a dot point dot plan about why they should be attracted to you, which is what people often use as a last resort. They're like, I really like this person. These are the reasons. And trust me, I've had that happen to me in the past. Full stop to that story. But what we want to do is give them a vibe. V-I-B-E. It's the vibe of a person that gets us attracted to them. Look at this. You know, we talk about honesty. I really like honesty as an example. Because, look, everyone wants a guy who is honest. Think of it as a deck of cards. The vibe that you can give people are kind of like cards that you can play. They are your cards, and there are certain cards that you want to play and certain cards that you don't. Now, you never want to do anything that's inauthentic, but you can give to people things that they want to experience, right? So it's like, say, for example, honesty. Let's, let's break down honesty just for a second. 
people want someone who is honest. Yes or no, most of the time it's yes, unless they want to live in a fantasy land. If you're that kind of person, you know, that's okay for you. But guess what? You don't want too honest. You don't want to ask him how his day is and for him to tell you every time he's gone to the toilet. So maybe it's not about being honest, but it's about being honest about the right things. You know, and maybe those right things is, it's, it's basically what gets someone really attracted to someone is to experience that they are capable of being honest. Not necessarily the fact that they are honest. This is what I mean by vibe. Because if there are times that you don't want them to be honest. For example, when they've got a surprise for you. If you say, hey, what's the surprise? And they tell you that ruins the excitement and that ruins the surprise. So these things are always on a bit of a sliding scale. Another thing is some people like excitement. You know, there's someone who wants that energy that they have. So that's an energy vibe, right? An energy card. But let's let's break this down a little bit more. Look at this. You know, if, if you want someone who is a high energy, who can bounce off the walls when you bounce off the walls, I don't know if you're someone who's like that, but I know someone, some people who are. Chances are if you're living together and you're later on in your life and it's time to do taxes, you need someone who isn't bouncing off the wall. So when it comes to vibe, it's more that we want to know that the other person is capable as a partner of being that, not necessarily that they are that all the time. Because look at you, you as a person are a cornucopia of emotions and feelings and capabilities, you know? You can be honest to friends, you can be sad, you have emotions, you have you have feelings, you have energy, you have family members, things like that. And it's like all of these different cards, these, these vibes that you you have are what people need to experience to get to know you. Which is why often I find it very interesting when a lot of women especially are like, no, 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 we should be polite, we should be nice, you know, we, we shouldn't give out negative emotions. But guess what? Guys want to experience negative emotions. You know, if you say that you hate something, it shows that you have a personality. Unless that guy is looking for someone who doesn't have a personality. And if you want, if that's the guy, you know, don't be there, let him have someone else who doesn't have a personality, you know? Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're kind of someone who does have a bit more of a personality. So let's let's look at that. So it's interesting because if we look at vibes kind of like a deck of cards, have you ever felt that you've tried to force something or someone's tried to force something on you? You know, again, like I said before, maybe you're not someone who's done that, but maybe you know someone who's like that, where, you know, something doesn't work and you're like, well, this worked in the past. Let's just keep doing it. You know, I've, I've said I've had examples of this before in the past in my own life. And a really good example from my own life is where, you know, someone's really wanted me to be a friend or really wanted me to be more than a friend, more specifically. And maybe they got my interest in some way. You know, they they got my interest in, uh, for an example, they got my interest like maybe they, they were really friendly. They were engaging. We had a similar life path. And so they played that card, right? But, you know, if someone's one-dimensional, does that make them interesting or not? And truth is, we're all not one-dimensional people, but it's about experiencing, right? we got to experience each other. So then they try and force the relationship more. They try, and, they, they try and take more than they give, but I haven't experienced them yet. But what happens when, you know, they, they don't really know? Or what happens when you don't really know? What happens if someone else doesn't really know that you need to experience them more? They try and push that one vibe over and over and over again because it worked once and they don't necessarily have any more, you know? 
I don't know if you've been in a situation where you've been interested in someone or someone's been interested in you and then you get to know them more and they just seem like that's it. Like there's no excitement to them. That's because there's not more than one vibe to them. There's not more, they're not capable of being, being more than one kind of person. You know, why is it that a lot of people are attracted to physical looks? Physical looks, by the way, are outside of genetics. You know, let's, let's, this is emotional, uh, emotional attraction, by the way, outside of like, he's hot. I want Mick sex with him. You know, like, um, like a very tribal kind of look or way of looking at it. But outside of that, when it comes to emotional attraction, you know, their physical appearance is often a representation of who they are. You know, are they conservative? Are they exciting? You know, when I was younger, for example, I would go out and I would wear these, these crazy outfits to, to go out and meet people because I knew it would open up conversations. I wore these outfits because I was this kind of person that wore those outfits anyway. But guess what? I always attracted people who were very interested in crazy conversations and crazy adventures. And because I was actually pretty introverted at the time, you know, they'd get to know me. They were like, ooh, this guy has an adventure vibe. And then they would be like, oh, he's actually not that much when they got to know me in person. So it's like physical appearances are always a representation you know, it's like style matters at the start, but once they get to know you, who you are as a person matters more. So if there, here's a question. How do you attract someone then? How do you get them really interested in you? Find what vibes they need to feel. And it is true that some people go through breakups, some people go through hard times, that they're not going to be open to what you're giving, you know? But the truth is, you might have, you know, it's for example, you might be really interested in a friend and he doesn't see you as more than a friend. Well, what does he need to experience to like you? This is outside of conflict resolution, by the way. Like this is outside of dealing with issues and stuff like that. But what I'm talking about is that initial spark. And guess what, by the way? Is it possible for problems in relationships to also stem from attraction issues? that maybe people change and you condition someone or they condition you to be, feel like they're, they're someone, you know, they, they're really attractive, they've got this amazing energy, but they're sad all the time. You don't want a relationship so sad, right? So it's possible that, you know, when someone, when you feel like someone has a really sad vibe and you don't want a sad vibe in your life, it's possible for them to change that vibe and show you that they can be more fun as well and that can bring that out, right? This is why often people, when they break up, because they're like, oh my God, they're sad all the time. I don't want to be with them. Or, you know, this happens all the time. And then they break up and that person starts to exhibit those behaviors that they want, the vibe, and they start coming, crawling back. You know, they start being like, oh, hey, you know, he's really cool. But then they're together and they settle down. You know, that that comes to conditioning, that comes to relationships, stuff like that. So this is very nuanced. And this is why I'm trying to give you as much like caveats as possible. But look, when it comes to the vibe, if we think it as a deck of cards, you can only give what you got. You know, you can only give what you know, and you can only give what you want to give. Because as I said before, if you give a vibe or if you give something that isn't authentic to you, then pretty soon they're not, they're going to find out and they're not going to necessarily like that. Or pretty soon they're going to find out and they're going to be like, hey, I, you know, you said you're one thing, now you're the other. I don't really trust you anymore. And pretty soon, if you start doing things that are unnatural to you, what will happen is, sure, you will um, you'll grow. You know, obviously, you'll grow if you start to do things that are uncomfortable. But there is a chance you'll lose your confidence and you'll lose your energy because you're doing things that aren't necessarily honest and truthful f for you, right? Now, there's a reason why I mentioned the vibes. Because I want you, your homework, by the way, is I want you to start paying attention to vibes. 
I want you to start paying attention to what other people need. It might be your parents. It might be your uh, friendships. You know, it might be certain loved ones or intimacies or intimates. Because the truth is what? There are multiple kinds of vibes. You know, some person, for example, might be really interested in someone who has a vibe that is, oh, they're, they're creative, right? And they might be like, ooh, they're creative. I want to be creative. I want to be creative like them. I'm sexually or emotionally attracted to them. But is it possible for someone who's already creative to meet a creative person and be like, oh, we're friends? So it's important to know that vibes are like this interesting thing that can either create friendships or more than friends if the right vibe is there, if you play the right vibe card, you know? And look, you can take this to an extreme. You really can. And I know this from my own personal life. You know, when I was when I was uh, young and naive, before I started dating, uh, uh, teaching men, right? When I was learning this for myself, I learned, uh, I learned about vibes, but I didn't quite know what they were at the time. So I just was like, I'm just going to make people feel good. So I'd go on dates and I would, uh, I'd, I'd put myself out. I would be a social chameleon, you know? I would, I'd help everyone else out and I would be inauthentic to who I am. And then at the end of the date, the person would be like, Oh my God, this was a really good date. I really enjoyed my time with you. I really want to spend more time with you. This is such an amazing date. And on my end, I was like, did we even have the same date? You know? So look, this is one of those things that can be a superpower. You can learn this. You can take this to extremes and you can be the kind of person that everyone is attracted to nonstop because you just know what vibes to give them. But also on the other hand, you can do this and you can put yourself out. You can lose your confidence and you can start to feel like you don't fit in. So it's important to never, this is what I, the stuff I give you is like stuff of fucking superpowers, right? It's like the superpowers when it comes to dating and relationships. It's the stuff that no one else fucking talks about. So it's like, look, you never want to do this if it's going to put you out emotionally. And you never want to do this if it's inauthentic. But learning to read other people and what vibes that they need is so important because if there is a vibe that you have, uh, energy that you have, you can give it to them and they're going to want you more. They're going to like you more. Chances are they probably already did, but because they experienced it for the first time, they're like, oh, this person's exciting. And guess what? Is it possible for us to experience someone's vibe and get addicted to them even though they're not that kind of person? Yes, that's possible. And is it possible for us to someone uh, to get to know someone's vibe and then for them not to be attracted to us, and then they take that away from us, and then we get addicted to them and we want them back. This I've seen so often, where, you know, a girl might like a guy because he's so charismatic, but then he's not that into her because he didn't get the vibe that he wants. By the way, this is why we're doing it, so we can learn about what other people want, right? So he's not getting the vibe that he wants, and then he starts to move away because he's not that interested in you, and then you start to chase him and chase him and chase him, Often not because of the guy, because you barely know him, right? But because of the vibe. You got a vibe of him that he could be what you wanted him to be. And guess what? The more experienced people are, the more vibes they need. If you meet someone who's super like uh, naive when it comes to dating and things like that, often the novelty, like something that's exciting, will really excite them. And they're like, oh my God, you're the best. Similarly, someone who's more experienced, who's been through the ringer, you know, they either know what kind of vibe they want and uh, they, they kind of want to experience that 
or they're very particular that they need a certain quality or quantity. You know, they're like, I want excitement. I want someone who's adventurous. I want someone who's this and that and this and this. And to having more requirements make us easy to meet people or harder. Sometimes it makes it harder. Sure, it might make it more selective and more quality over quantity, but it definitely makes it harder. So this just shows you when you meet someone as well who doesn't necessarily like you, you know, he's, it's more that he hasn't experienced what he wants. And guess what? You know, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation, but some people say, especially a lot of guys say to a lot of girls, they're like, hey, I know you want a relationship with me, but guess what? I'm not quite sure if you want a relationship with me or if you just want a relationship. Because, you know, the truth is when they say stuff like that, it's only because they haven't experienced the vibe that they want to experience yet. They're, They're missing a piece of the puzzle and you're like, you got all your pieces. You're like, I'm ready. I want to do this. Or maybe maybe it's it's it could be anything. It could be a relationship. could be settling down. could be moving in. could be like even just sex, things like that. Whatever you're after, whatever your, whatever your heart desires, right? But look, when he says stuff like that, when people push you away, it's not because of you. It's just you haven't shown them the right side of you. You know, you haven't shown them the part of you that they need to feel. And the truth is, you are like a corn, like you like a cornucopia of vibes. You're a cornucopia of experiences, life, things like that. So you have a lot in you, but learning about this shows you that it's like you can bring those parts out of you. And guess what? This kind of stuff is going to help you in business. This kind of stuff is going to help you in uh, just all parts of your life as well. Because say, for example, you're looking to get a job, right? And you know what kind of vibe they need. You can give it to them. Because two people, right, two people who are applying for a job, um, two people who are applying for the same job can be the kind of person who's like, hey, this is going to be, you know, they've got the equal, they've got the equal experience, the equal credit, like, credibility, but one person just shares the vibe with the other person, like, you know, the uh, the interviewee, they, they give them what they want, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, this person's a professional, while the other person just seems a little scrappy or whatever, they're going to be like, no, I don't like this person, I don't trust them for some reason. This is why people say, I just liked him. We just had chemistry. Or I just like that person. We just had chemistry. Why? Because they gave you what you wanted to feel, whether they did it consciously or not. And here's the truth, right? Some people, before I end this podcast, some people get annoyed when I say stuff like this because they're like, but if it's conscious, then you're not leaving things to chance. And it's, if it's not left to chance, then it's, uh, then it's terrible. I want you to answer this. Simple one sentence question. Love is blank. Are you some kind of person who thinks love is beautiful? Love is exciting? Love is caring? Or are you some kind of say, love is mystery? Love is out of your control? You know, it depends what your world belief is. Because I believe the best study of life is of how it is. You know, I'm just telling you how things are, the way that they are, not necessarily how you'd like it to be. Look at Cinderella and Prince Charming. They gave each other the vibe that they wanted. Being conscious about this kind of stuff just shows you the stuff that you've already been doing right, but now you can just influence it a little bit. You know, if there's someone you really like, you can make it happen, and then you'll get quality problems because you probably have too many suitors who are like, hey, knocking at your emotional door or like texting you up being like, hey, when are we going to hang out? This is how you turn around those hardcore players as well, by the way. Those hardcore players are looking for something. They're looking for a vibe. They get enough of a vibe to know they're attracted to you, but then they move away. You know, they're looking for something more. 
They're looking for something deeper. So what deeper thing can you give them? This is all part of you. So thanks so much for listening. If you did like this, make sure to share this podcast with every person that you know because this is the piece de resistance of the podcasts uh, so far. Um, and make sure to subscribe. I No, you can't really subscribe via this. Make sure to like do the quiz. I have a whole bunch of free guides on gethooked.com. Uh, things are really exciting. Look, we're trying to get to ha- uh, number one on um, the, the sexuality section in iTunes. So we're going to bring down Hannah Riley from Triple J. Hannah Riley, I love you. But, you know, you're number one and that spot's mine, baby. So I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. So thanks so much for listening. Make sure to tune in next Saturday as well. And if this isn't your Saturday, uh, salutations, uh, namaste, uh, aloha, wherever you are in the world. Um, so really, I, I love I love this as always. And if you have any feedback, have any questions, have any things, or if you're interested in my Love Shift webinar where I teach you how to rewrite your love story, email me at harvey at gethimhooked.com. That's harvey at gethimhooked.com. And I will see you next week. Bye.